Eruption. Stop. Up. Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And my first story is entertainment news. This is from Billboard.com, and the headline is, Cardi B's Up soars to number one on Billboard Hot 100 after Grammy Awards performance. Yes! Yeah! I love this song. This song's so catchy. It's so good. It will we get stuck in your head for hours and days and weeks. We can't and say <laughs> literally any words from it on this show. Yeah, it's a little inappropriate for this show, but it's so catchy. It's so oh, good. It's so good. It's so good. Um, yeah, so Cardi B's Up has surged up to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 to spend its first week um, at that spot. The song, which is Cardi B's fifth Hot 100 number one, debuted at number two five weeks ago, and um, and then it spent three weeks at the number two spot, and now it's at number one. Hooray! Yay! So they, she's they had think five it was, number one hits. Yes. That's, she's had five Billboard Top 100 number one hits, awesome. which is Wait, cool. Wait, can I name them? Oh, yeah, you should try, because I have the list here. Okay, Bodak Yellow. Yes. Um, oh, my gosh, why am I blanking? Money? No. Really? Money's not one of them? Mm-mm. Um. WAP? Yes. Uh, I like it? Yes. Oh, I don't know what the I last one is. I don't think you're going to guess yeah. the last one, probably. It's Girls Like You with Maroon 5 that she did with them. Oh, I forgot that happened. Which is, I know. <laughs> I read this and I was like, what even is that song? And I went, I was like, oh. Because <laughs> it's more like Maroon 5. Right, it's just, let, But like it was both of there. them. Yeah. So that counts. Um, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so it was bo- uh, the first one was Bodak Yellow in 2017. Then I Like It was 2018. Girls Like You with Maroon 5 was 2018. Um, WAP. 2020 and now up was her fifth one should stick to the uh single syllable end in p <laughs> ones that's uh, been a good uh, a good thing for her. yeah apparently um <laughs> side note i didn't put this in my notes but it said in this article that like there's been a bunch of songs in the past couple of years that have up in the name of it somehow which is like mm. funny like uptown funk and there was like mm. some other one too like there were like five different examples i was like oh that's interesting um <laughs> So yeah, so um, this noted that she performed up as part of a medley with Megan Thee Stallion um, on or at the Grammy Awards, which I know both of us watched the mm-hmm. recording of. <laughs> um, and okay, so far um, the song has drawn twenty two point seven million U.S. streams, or in the past week, it's twenty two point seven million U.S. streams, and eighteen thousand downloads have been sold of the song. Um, that wasn't even when I was listening to it on repeat. So that's <laughs> that other was like because <laughs> yeah, because like the way that the charts work is they look at the like prior week's data for mm. like this week's chart or whatever. Yeah, oh, so, so maybe it was. So well, this would have been yeah, like last week, not like this week that we're in. Mm, yeah, there's a chance. Yeah, yeah, might have been. <laughs> I, de- I definitely listened to it more than once that week. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to it more than once. Per week for a while. <laughs> today. So, t- today. It's like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Um, and then apparently uh, it also has attracted 34.9 million radio airplay audience impressions. What does that mean? Um, that people requested in that week. it? Or? Either somebody requested it on some type of radio app or like somebody was listening to a, the radio in some place where they could me- like 
actually metric, like how many people heard it gotcha. on a radio station type situation. And that number was 34.9 million people. Wow, so 34.9 million people heard the clean version. Of yeah, the song. heard the clean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she held the record for the most Hot 100 number ones as a female rapper. And so now she's extending that now because now she has five. Like she already held the record. So, so she's, she's just she's making it harder for the yeah, next person. Yeah, she's just making it harder for the next person. Um, she also now is the first female rapper that has gotten two Hot Hot 100 number ones with no accompanying artist because Bodak Yellow and Up are just her as like the main oh, artist yeah. on it. Because all the other songs were like collaborations mm-hmm. with someone, but she has two number one hits. So she, she now holds that record too, um, which is cool. Oh, that's awesome. So, so yeah, so breaking a bunch of records this week. Yeah. It's just kind of a fun, fun thing. So wanted to talk about that because I know we both love that song. I love that song. I'm so glad you finally said, because I, yeah, just for the listeners, to, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw, I think like Spotify like alerted me about it. Like when she released the single and I like was like, oh, what's this? You know, and I listened to it, I was like, yes. And I told <laughs> Anthony, I was like, Cardi B has a new song. And he was like, oh yeah, I have to listen to it. And then it was like a week later or something. I was like, have you, did listened, you, to did, have you listened to the song? <laughs> He was like, oh, no, not yet. I'm like, you have to listen to the song. It's just so catchy. It gets stuck in your head. Oh, it's, it's great. It's phenomenal. My first story is entertainment news. This is from Kotaku. Twitch's latest sensation is a stop sign where no one stops. What? So Twitch, the uh, popular streaming service oh, yeah. where people usually listen, uh, watch people play video games, uh, there's a new channel on it. Well, it's actually not that new, but there's a channel that is just a camera fixed on an intersection with a stop sign where like people keep like running the stop sign. And it's got like a whole bunch of followers now. <laughs> it's just a ch- um, What, so people just watch live? Yep, people are just watching it live. What? Um, but uh, yeah, they, uh, it's called Stop Sign Cam. It's a Twitch channel that suddenly has over 125,000 followers, even though it's just a camera trained on a single neighborhood intersection in Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, ideally, every car would stop at the sign, but that would ruin the fun. Uh, the stream title says 98.73% of vehicles don't stop, which is probably not quite accurate. But if you watch the stream, it's really incredible how few drivers stop or even pretend like they're maybe going to, <laughs> which I actually watched it for a couple of minutes. And so many people just like flew through the stop. And there's it's like a three way intersection and the like oncoming. So like the the road that's coming perpendicular into the three way intersection, yeah. like doesn't have a stop sign. Oh my gosh. So people are just flying through this intersection and like the fact that it's in Massachusetts makes me like uh, it, that makes sense to me that oh, this really? would be happening in Massachusetts. Yeah, that's true. Because the eastern like coast is terrible. I, I don't know about the other state, but like in the Boston area, yeah. people are definitely wild with their driving. Like if it's New like, Jersey too. Okay. Cuz I cuz I have family up there and, and I like New York. I've seen <laughs> things like that like or like been in the car with like my uncle and it's just like, oh, just, you know, he'll like go through a red light sometimes. Like, and I, I feel bad that I just said that, but like, it's not, not what you think. It's not like, oh, clearly we, I should be stopped, but I'm going, it's, it's one of those things where it's like when it, right when it changes, mm-hmm. it's actually better to just like, people expect you to like go, keep right. going. Yeah, yeah. If you're like there right before, it's like that kind of stuff where it's like around here, 
it's just the, the etiquette is a little bit different. Like <laughs> you stop earlier, like it's just a different style of driving. And so yeah. <laughs> like going through a stop sign but almost doesn't just, surprise me. It just seems so dangerous though, because there's a house on the corner too. So it's not like they can clearly oh. see that nobody's around the corner when they okay. go. So I, I'm like, while, while I was watching it, I saw this like giant white van just like fly around the corner, like without any regard for like oncoming traffic. It was crazy. That's wild. Um, so yeah, like I said, most drivers just pass right through despite how precariously close they come to getting into wrecks with the other drivers who do not have a stop sign. Um, viewers in the channel have come up with an ever-expanding lexicon of terms like rollers and zoomers. So, like, you'll see in the chat, like, whenever somebody flies through it, they'll be like, ah, zoomer. <laughs> or, like, if somebody, like, kind of comes to a stop, that's a roller. <laughs> wow. I don't know. It's It was just kind of funny to watch the channel go by. Um, at this point, too, and the, the article didn't talk about it, but the channel, like, has some bots in, built into it that, um, like, you can be, like, color black or something and it's like recording the number of cars that go through that are like a certain color <laughs> <laughs> and you can like ask the bot like how many black cars have oh through. i don't know i thought it was kind of funny hmm. and just it's weird how invested people are getting in this um so uh, according to longtime fans it's been running since at least last year but it only had like single digit viewer numbers when it had any viewers at all but that changed over the weekend when some other streamers and influencers noticed it and started promoting it, like on their own channels. Oh, and uh, on I think somebody made a TikTok of it that went viral, and then that'll found, do it. Yeah, and then people found this Twitch channel. Um, and like since it's become popular, there's been like people who have figured out where it was and have done like backflips in front of the camera, or like the other night somebody apparently had a lightsaber duel in front of the camera. <laughs> So, yeah, um, I just oh. thought that was really funny. They said ever since it's caught on, Stop Sign Cam has had a con- like a consistent audience of one to three thousand concurrent viewers, pretty much twenty four hours a day. Wow, um, which was That's true. Pretty impressive. Which was true when I looked at it. Yeah, it's they're, they've blown past one hundred twenty five thousand followers. Too. I'm kind they're, of surprised two hundred thousand. That the the police have not caught on to this yet, and like well, that's the thing is there actually have been some cases now where the police are like sitting at that intersection and waiting. <laughs> well, why I, wouldn't they? Yeah, it's like I, it's, <laughs> there's so much. There's so, people go through this stop sign so much that literally a streaming a channel, channel has now it, exists yeah. about it. Like maybe they should monitor that intersection a little more. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> So maybe some good will come out of it. Yeah. I don't know. There's, I don't think there's been any witnessed wrecks yet, so that's good. That's good. But um, Yeah, it's like yeah. we're laughing about this, but that, honestly, that is very dangerous. But there were multiple it's times, I would, like when I was sitting there watching it, like I was just like, oh my gosh, like this person, like it caught, I was surprised how many times it happened, like even just in the couple of minutes that I was watching the channel. Um, so wow. yeah, I kind of recommend watching it. It was, it was interesting, but also kind of upsetting. <laughs> My next story is science news. This is from nationalgeographic.com. The headline is, Eruption in Iceland may mark the start of decades of volcanic activity. Have you seen pictures of the eruption happening in Iceland? I did see a picture. It looked really cool. And or videos. There's drone videos of it too. Have you seen those? No, I haven't seen those. People have like flown drones over it, like up to the lava and stuff. Like, I don't know how the drones don't. Melt. Melt. But they're really cool videos. That sounds cool. Um, yeah, so the first eruption in the, I don't know how to pronounce these places, 
Reykjanes Peninsula in about 800 years is not expected to threaten any population centers, but it does provide a unique opportunity to study the geological mysteries of the region. After being shaken by 15 months of increasingly disruptive earthquakes, including about 50,000 in the past three weeks, that area, um, Iceland's Reykjanes Peninsula is finally experiencing the volcanic eruption that many geologists suspected was on its way. Which, like, yeah, if you're having earthquakes, like, that often, that's usually a, a sign, of, sign of something. <laughs> uh, after nearly 800 years without interruption, this southwestern strip of the country is experiencing lava flows that experts say have been a long time coming. On Friday, the, March 19th, at around 8.45 p.m. local time, molten rock breached the surface in a valley near a flat-top mountain named Fagdrasljavdal. <laughs> Let me try that again. First try. <laughs> Fagradalsjal, in the region of Geldingalur, six miles from the nearest town. These places sound like they're out of a fantasy novel. Like, they're so cool. Oh, yeah. I, but I don't know how to pronounce them right. I'm probably like totally butchering it. loose collection of letters. <laughs> yeah. So it's six miles away from the nearest, like, where people live. Okay. So it's not, which uh, they, they say that in a couple places, too. Oh, in, like, in the next part, too. Like, the... Um, where the eruption ha- is happening, it's in like a val- like there's a bunch of valleys right there. So the chances of it ever reaching like where people live is like really really low um, because of that. On top of its distance, so that's good. Um, and then this said that uh, this type of molten rock is very fluid, um, and trapped gases easily escape, and it's not erupting into water or ice. So those things combined means it won't really become especially explosive generate a sustained ash plume or fling any sizable volcanic blocks across the region. So it's just kind of like it's coming out of the earth, but it's not doing any like explosive kind of basically just like oozing lava. Right. Right. Cool. Um, Scientists believe the eruption will persist for a few more days or potentially weeks before fizzling out. Um, But this modest eruption could mark the beginning of something bigger. Evidence from both historical accounts and ancient lava flows shows that whenever this region has experienced a major uptick in seismic activity, intermittent eruptions followed for around 100 years. So they think this is like a new period of like these eruptions happening commonly over there. Hmm. And then they've said that this eruption also provides an unprecedented opportunity to study long-term volcanic activity in that area. And um, the scientists are also looking for clues about why the peninsula flares up about once every eight centuries. Like, why is that the cadence of it? Right. Um, huh. So they're going to be studying it, and we'll see. That's yeah. I saw. I've seen those pictures. It is. It's. It since nobody's in danger, you don't feel bad being like, yeah. "Whoa, look at that yeah. fiery lava!" <laughs> That's so exciting. Did you? Yeah. Did you see the the video of a bunch of scientists cooking like hot dogs on it? <laughs> no. They, there's this. There's That's a video so on YouTube. <laughs> they're literally just like putting them like on the lava yeah and then it's like they're like heating up and then they're just like picking it up and then just like making a, a hot dog like in a bun and eating it like hey like, like i guess it, i mean it's i guess it's flowing slow enough that they can do that and it's not right they're like standing right next to it and it's fine yeah it must funny. be to a point where it's like cool enough to not be dangerous to be yeah near. like right on like the edge <laughs> right this, this isn't like they're not like at the like <laughs> yeah, not at the top they're like not like at the top of the thing throwing out it into the <laughs> Into the like crater, no. <laughs> but like even Jeff, the cool get down here. That's that's a waste of hot dogs. Cool, yeah. <laughs> even the cooled lava on the edges is hot enough to do that, though, which is just interesting. Yeah, that to is. Me. Huh. So 
Yeah. Well, now everyone in Iceland has like uh, some some good uh, hot dog making lava, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> My next story is health news. This is from Gizmodo. Researchers found a way to send tiny robots into mouse brains. Oh. On, yeah. It's for good things, though. Okay. <laughs> I know it sounds... For nefarious reasons. Yeah, like, for wait, nefarious what? purposes. <laughs> Scientists have turned mice into robot monster machines. Yeah, like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> they're coming to destroy us all. Uh, no, they're, this is for good things. Um a team of researchers in China have managed to treat brain tumors in mice by delivering drugs to the tissues using microscopic robots. So they're actually using robots to deliver drugs directly to cancer. Hmm. The robots jumped from the mice's blood the mice's. Yeah, that's right, the plural possession. Anyway, <laughs> jumped from the mice's bloodstreams into their brains by being coated in E. coli, which tricked the rodents' immune systems into attacking them, absorbing the robots and the cancer-fighting drugs in the process. So the, basically the idea is that oh. they, they like, wrapped these robots in E. coli or, like, cover them in e- I don't actually know how size-wise they compared to, like, E. coli, but... They were like covered in it so that the immune says the white blood cells are like, ah, E. coli. And then they, they would take that E. coli and then they could then control the robots inside of the inside white blood cells. Inside of the white cells. blood cells? Yeah. Okay. To break the blood brain barrier and like get them into the brain. Whoa. Isn't that cool? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. That's blowing my mind right now. Yeah. That is so, so cool. Uh, the team's research was published Wednesday in the journal Science Robotics appropriate. Hmm. Uh, the lead author was uh, Ziguan Wu, a chemist at the Harbin Institute for Technology in China. The crafts are magnetic, and the researchers use a rotating magnetic field to pull them around remotely. Um, on the scale of about 1% the width of a hair, the researchers were able to make the hybrid biobots navigate uh, paths like in the classic video game Snake, so like where they're just like going down these... There's actually like a yeah. little... They have an image, at least in the in the article, where you can see like the path that they made them take, essentially, and they wow. can control them from outside by using magnets. That is so cool. <laughs> um, they're called neutrobots because they infiltrate the brain in the casing of neutrophils, a type of white blood cell. Uh, it ultimately took the team eight years to create the microscopic robot swarms capable of bridging the gap between the rodent's uh, bloodstream in its tail, uh, where they injected the bots and its brain. Part of the issue is that the mice's white blood cells didn't like the, quote, flavor of the magnetic robots uh, in, order to, in order to overcome that issue. That's why they coated them in bits of E. coli membrane, which the white blood cells easily recognized as an unwelcome invader, which caused the cells to envelop the robots, which can then be navigated to the brain, uh, like I kind of alluded to earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but currently, experts lack the ability to see what the robots are doing clearly in real time, which would be vital for any human medical use in the future. But, I mean, this seems like a really promising first step to that being a possibility. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I think both of us, just by virtue of our line of work, are very familiar. Like, any cancer treatment where you can get this, the drugs as close to the treatment site as possible is very promising and very yes. good for patient well-being and quality that, of care. Yeah, there, there's so. If you were to oversimplify all cancer treatments, <laughs> it, it, it would all be about like trying to like localize what you're doing to the right spot as much as possible, which is hard to do. 
for all sorts of reasons and all, all sorts of different types of cancer, it's it's hard for each type of cancer for its own reasons even. So yeah. So th- this is, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I want to know. Yeah. What, and they're just like ugh. steering robots inside of white blood cells, like into the brain. And like, they're like, it just, go, go past this barrier. Yeah. Go here. here. Do, 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 do. Yeah. There's bad things over here. Go get them. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's so cool. And then they like were able to treat it. Like, it's, yeah. Oh my gosh. Bra- yeah. Brain cancer is so like complicated. So right. Cause I, it's part of the body. You don't really want to irradiate. So yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. Cause it's like all the normal treatments don't like, not that they don't work. Like they work it. They're just not, it's not as easy to just do the same treatments as other things because of either the blood brain barrier or you can't just blast radiation out of your brain. Right. Because <laughs> right. It's your brain. Yeah. It's not like other parts of the body where if like your kidney gets a little bit of radiation. It's not the end of the world. Whereas like if yeah. another part of your brain does, it's not great. You're right. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, radiation has a lot of side effects anywhere you get it, but right. they're all kind yeah, of the, the types of things you can like deal with. But if it's like mm-hmm. your brain, you know, it's kind of not really, that's not really negotiable. Like, right. Anyway, that's, so um, that's great. That's a really great. cool possibility for, uh, for treating brain cancer or wow, just really that's anything. Amazing. Like that's the thing is yeah. it's, it's not limited to the brain by any means. Like this technology could be used anywhere. Yeah. That, that's amazing. I, I wonder if they're going to try to like how, okay. To help them navigate the robots to the right spot. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder if they could like implant th- some type of almost like a honing mechanism or something yeah. that could like be either like they could be drawn to that spot or like, somehow attracted to, I don't know, like some, something like that maybe might be a good next step for them to, to get even more precision with their control. I don't know. Yeah. Just since they're so like microscopic, I feel like that could be hard to, cause I think you might've alluded to that. It's hard to know like where they're actually at because of how right. small they are. Yeah. We don't have a good technology for like seeing easily where they are in the body. Mm-hmm. Like when they're that size. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. It's cool. Technology. Okay, my next story is food news. This is from delish.com. Very, very, very simple follow-up to to that story. Um, (laughs) The headline is, you can get a Dunkin' Donut for free every Wednesday for the next month. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Free donuts. Yay. Dunkin' Donuts announced this week they're starting a special offer called Free Donut Wednesdays. <laughs> all right. Well, that, that, Not that, creative at all. Yeah, but, maybe could okay. have. I mean, it's, it's straightforward and understandable. So <laughs> yeah. we love that. But, but that has its merits. If you are a Dunkin' Donuts Perks member, which I think is a free thing you can sign up for, okay. you can get one free classic donut with the purchase of any beverage. So you have to purchase a beverage. Mm. At participating Dunkin' restaurants across the U.S. on Wednesdays through April 21st. Duncan also announced this week that they are launching a new blueberry pomegranate flavored Duncan refresher, which apparently is like green tea and then flavored fruit stuff oh. and seems to be a blatant copy of Starbucks refreshers. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm Wait, they're I both like called refreshers? They're both called refreshers, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like Starbucks has a whole line of these drinks that they call refreshers. Oh, well. So they just like took, I mean, I don't, I'm like, unless yeah, I'm misremembering something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just blatantly copying, yeah. but okay. We just stole so, all these drinks from Starbucks, literally. <laughs> we just went to Starbucks and took all of their ingredients. 
<laughs> the people at Dunkin' like go to a Starbucks in the morning, buy a bunch of refreshment, and come back and resell them. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's the whole story. Yeah. Free donuts on Wednesdays for the I mean, next month. Yeah. Go get them. Like, it's a little things in life, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you also saw that Krispy Kreme store. They're um, giving away free donuts every day for the rest of the year. Oh. To anybody who, like, presents evidence that they were vaccinated. I did not see that. <laughs> but that. So that's is a good motivation. Also, to, to a great there, thing. Yeah. To go there and get your vaccine, I guess. <laughs> If you want to, if you didn't already have motivation <laughs> for some reason, yeah, free donuts. Yeah, so you can get protected from the deadly virus and then die from donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I just love free food, so I'm happy all around. Yeah. Free donut Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. My next story is also food news. <laughs> This is from something called Inside Edition, and uh, this was kind of sent to us by our friend Christine. So, hi, Christine. Hi, Christine. <laughs> she added us on Twitter, so <laughs> it counts. Um, <laughs> this is, the headline is, California Wine Company will pay you to drink wine and live rent-free for one year. Whoa. So, this is right in, right in our wheelhouse yeah. of... Weird job offers. <laughs> yes. We're just trying to we're just trying to get you an, a great new job. Yeah. Um, so one California wine company is pulling out all the stops in pursuit of finding the right candidate to join its team in Sonoma Wine Country. So, so Sonoma? Am I pronouncing that right? Son- is Sonoma. It Sonoma? <laughs> yeah, Sonoma. I've Whoa. done that too. I've pronounced it Sonoma, and Mark yeah. makes fun of me. <laughs> it is Sonoma, though. It's Sonoma in Sonoma yeah. Wine Country. I just. That sounded so wrong in my head. Um, <laughs> the offer includes earning a $10,000 a month salary. Whoa. 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 <laughs> and living rent-free. Um, what? They said, additionally, the lucky hire gets to work with master winemaker Dave Reddy Jr., who apparently has a, quote, great sense of humor. <laughs> okay. That's kind of a weird thing so to I put guess your that's job a on perk her. The job. <laughs> One of the people you work with is pretty funny. Um... The company announced this unique employment opportunity in March, posting enticing details about potential job duties that include pivoting your career slash life to create a lifetime of, or an adventure of a lifetime in the wine industry, acquiring strong knowledge of vineyards, winery operations, and wine in general, and learning the growing and dynamic world of e-commerce. So Hmm. those, I guess, would be some of your responsibilities. Um, Looking for a change in your career and to pursue your passion? Do words like Cabernet, Rosé, and Chardonnay just roll off your tongue? <laughs> Tell us why you want a really good job. And that's a pun on the name of the wine, the winery, which I apparently did not actually write down here. But oh. it's uh, something good winery. So. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, that's what they ask on their application page. Uh, those interested are encouraged to submit a video resume to the jobs application page that explains why this is the dream gig for them. Anytime I hear video resume, I immediately think of Legally Blonde. (laughs) (laughs) So basically do that. Um, Applicants will be evaluated on role value, whatever that means. Role value? (laughs) Creativity and design. (laughs) Do you have to roll a dice and then tell them what happened? (laughs) R-O-L-E, which is even more confusing, honestly, but... uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> I rolled a six. <laughs> Accept me for this job. Um, so role value, creativity and design, applicable experience and skill set, which it's still not really clear what applicable experience is here. I guess if you'd like wine, that's probably applicable, applicable. Yeah. Why am I saying it? Ways. I've heard it both ways. Yeah. Uh, eligible candidates must be 21 years or older, duh, yeah. and must uh, be authorized to work in the U.S. All applications are uh, due by June 30th of this year. So hmm. if you want to earn 10 grand a month and not have to pay rent and also apparently just drink a bunch of wine, uh, maybe sign up for this <laughs> job because it sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds pretty great. Um is it like, did they, they say how long the job is for? Like, is it a temporary thing? They said thing for or? one year. Okay. In the, in the headline. But okay. they didn't explicitly say anything else about that in the, in the story. So I don't, I don't actually know. Hmm. Um, yeah. Wow. It, that it, sounds it's a pretty, pretty great. It's a pretty nice offer for even just one year just to yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if I could just take a sabbatical from work. <laughs> I want to take a year's uh, sabbatical to go do this job on the side. Yeah, where I'm going to earn 120 grand <laughs> drinking wine in California and not paying rent and not paying any rent in California. In California, yeah, <laughs> which would be you know most of that salary. <laughs> yeah, the, the cost of living out there is pretty high. Yeah. Wow. So, did yeah, it say what a... the job title was for this job? Um. Did not. Let me actually click through here. I'm going to guess what the title is. Okay. <laughs> Connoisseur of Sonoma. I have no idea. <laughs> no, it's, con- it's actually Connoisseur of Sonoma. <laughs> so. The uh, Sonoma Connoisseur. <laughs> and since I didn't mention it earlier, the company is called Murphy Good Wine. Murphy Good Wine. It's okay. a hyphen at Murphy Good. Okay. It's two of the people's names. And then Dave Reddy Jr., who's apparently funny. <laughs> um... Let's see. Cool. So they don't explicitly say what the title of the job would be. They just keep referring it to it as a really good job. Um, okay. It sounds like you spend the first 90 days of it shadowing the winemaker, Dave Reddy Jr., <laughs> who I've now mentioned multiple <laughs> is, times. Is this, is this whole job application just an advertisement for that guy? For Dave Reddy Jr.? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Dave, Dave Reddy Jr. Well, it's working. Um, and then from there, we will work with you and your passions to help you choose your path in the wine business. So... Literally, I guess you could just end up doing anything. This is a very interesting choice on their part. Yeah. <laughs> it's very vague. It's extremely vague. Hmm. Well. Well, I don't know. Still, it's, it's yeah, application looks like open there's here. some fine print on the application page, but. Uh, but we don't you, care about you, fine yeah. print. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, otherwise, I guess just you can apply if you want. All right, it's time for breaking news, the part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today or were just posted today, and we read them to you on the fly. Nutribots. Ready, set, go! Go! Okay, I found this on UPI, uh, very fitting, but it's another odd job offer. Um, The headline is, website offers $1,000 to binge watch all 24 James Bond films. Okay. I don't know if this is really a job or more yeah, of a... Yeah, that's, that's a one-time... Just a kind of a one-time Here's some money payment, for watching some But, um, yeah, a culture website, nerdbear.com, 
<laughs> which describes itself as a nerd culture website, is offering $1,000 for a James Bond fan to watch all 24 official films in the franchise to celebrate the upcoming release of No Time to Die. But why? <laughs> um, oh, okay. They have to do it in 30 days. They have 30 days okay. to watch 24 movies. Totally doable. Seems extremely reasonable. And then they have to complete a worksheet. <laughs> That's what it says. A worksheet? They have to complete a worksheet. How many James Bond movies did you just watch? What is that minus eight? <laughs> Um, I'm now on the actual application advertisement here. Um, yeah, it just says you have to submit a worksheet. Upon completion of the worksheet, you will receive $1,000 um, and a $50 AMC gift card so you can watch <laughs> the new movie when it comes out in theaters. <laughs> like five times. <laughs> um, there is no reasoning that I see immediately of why, <laughs> of why this exists. Yeah. What is um, it's like, cause they don't get anything out of you watching those movies. Well, I want to, what's in this worksheet. I mean, yeah. maybe, I mean, maybe it's more like a, like a written interview sort of thing. And then they can just like write an article about your responses to the interview. Yeah. Maybe they want to like, it's almost like a, instead of doing a focus group of some type of feedback questions or doing it, with one person. One person watching all of them? Okay. I, I don't know why that's the better option. Hey, if they've got the $1,000 plus a $50 AMC gift card to throw around, like, more power yeah. to them, I guess. Uh, and I'm still reading through this thing to trying see to if find there's out, a... <laughs> trying to find a reason. <laughs> a reason. A shred of why. Um, why are you doing this, nerd why bear? Why are you doing this, nerd bear? Uh, we don't know. We don't know. It's unknown. If you like James Bond, I mean, that's a good fee for yeah, that. there you go. I found this on CNN. The grape nuts shortage is over. <laughs> grape nuts! It has been, it is so told. Um, <laughs> now. The shortage is now, over, okay. Now the brand is offering to pay back its most fervent fans. Um. And I'll get into what that means in a second. Uh, the, so the cereal is once again fully stocked nationwide, signaling the official end to the pandemic grape nuts shortage, which we all became aware of the last time that I talked about this on the podcast. Yep. Because none of us, none of us, the two of us, <laughs> are into grape, into grape nuts. So. Um, to repay grape nuts fanatics for their brand loyalty, Post may reimburse them up to $115 if they overpaid to get their cereal fix during the shortage. So it sounds like some people went to what they called the secondary cereal market and paid like, what is that? Like up to $110 for a box of grape nuts. Just like, gosh, they just bought them off of somebody who already had them and wasn't going to eat them, I guess. And since they couldn't find them in stores, but they really wanted their grape nuts. Okay, the, the listeners can't Who see my facial expression people? right now, but I'm yeah. a little bit incredulous. I did not know that the following was that strong. That you would pay that much money for a box of grape nuts. Um, like we talked about last time, they, they were nearly impossible to find in early 2021 and parts of 2020. Right. Um, in January, they assured grape nuts, 
this article says grape nuts and nuts. Like people who are nuts oh, about grape nuts. Oh, whatever. oh. Um, they assured them that the brand would return to shelves in early spring as production returned to pre-pandemic levels, which has now happened apparently. Uh, the company is offering to reimburse anyone who paid $10 or more for a box of grape nuts between November 1st, 2020 and March 15th. Um, what a nice thing to do. It's such a weird gesture, but... It, it It's weird and uncommon, but at the same time, I'm like, wow, they must have really... They must really care about their fans right. to do that. So they can submit their receipt to post and receive a partial refund of up to $115, which I imagine would cover most cases. Um, and they said it's a way to show our appreciation and thank these fans for their dedication, according to Grape Nuts brand manager, Kristen Durock. She wow. said in a statement. So, I mean, what a nice thing for them to do. Totally unnecessary, I think. But you know, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think anybody was expecting that. No. Least of all the people paying $110 for a box of grape nuts. It's like, I'll make this money back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I don't think they were expect. But also, like, I bet even the people at Grape Nuts were kind of incredulous about, like, yeah, just wow, like, people you are spent paying. How much on, this, on yeah. this box of gravel? <laughs> it doesn't taste like I know. gravel. It doesn't taste like gravel. It just looks like it. It just looks like it. And sounds like it and kind of feels like it anymore. I don't know. <laughs> hearing this, hearing how there's like these diehard fans of this, it makes me want to try this cereal again. I mean, I have yeah. not tried grape nut. I tried, I had it like once when I was a kid and I was like, okay, this is my impression of this. But like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's good. Now I want, I'm like curious I've had, now. Like, I've had it relatively recently and the flavor is nice. I just don't like the, the texture that much. I feel like you get a similar flavor from like a brand flake. Mm-hmm. And like that doesn't hurt my mouth as much. Yeah, but, because it's more. It, it's probably like much more like crunchy, right? And like difficult to chew compared to flakes. Maybe that's the wrong choice of words, but difficult to difficult to eat, painful to painful it's to pain, put in your mouth. It's <laughs> wow, what a strange just sequence of events. Yeah. I just I don't know what else to say. I hope something else happens with grape nuts soon. Just I I, I don't know. I want to keep this series going. Yeah. Same. I like this. I like this. Grape, like our grape, reporting on grape grape nuts. updates. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday, and as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews, on Twitter at at knickknacknews, and on Instagram at knickknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.